0: Quite a few, um, how shall I put it to you? I follow my interests, that's the gist of it, uh, at the time. And my daughter is, is especially keen on me learning some more. And, <laughs> oh, she's a devil. Uh, she works in an art uh, thing. So, um, anyway, I ended up going with the pregenre. Um, uh, College to um, Italy for uh, and I also went up to London with them and uh, I had a whole year uh, doing a a foundation course. On top of that, down in um, Bridge Street, there was a lady um, had a place there, and uh, so one of my uh, acquaintances said to me well if you went there you could um, draw people he said I said oh aye, alright then so I went down and um, there was a man in charge of it she, she'd gone away to paint uh, something or other and uh, so he was there every week and I had, I had a week and uh, it was funny I'd never seen well I've seen naked women but I, I never sort of tried to paint them or draw them or anything and you had to buy a sheet of paper and uh, stick it up on a, a, a press so that you could visualise them completely, uh, visually um, have them in front of you. And then the first thing they did, which I thought was quite interesting, the, the person who was um, totally naked, of course, uh, men and women, Uh, They they had to uh, do some exercises and turn and twist and what have you, and you had to spend a quarter of an hour just drawing what you saw, what you saw, what you saw, and uh, you you gradually got to the stage where you you knew where the joint was on this and, and the fat bit was there and all that kind of thing. And then they gave you a quarter of an hour lying down or sitting down in some position that they decided that you were going to do. So he did all that. And that was very interesting. And, uh, well, it gives me a clearer idea when I see somebody walking. Well, that one seems to have an awful long leg. It can't be, right? And uh, things like that, you know.
1: Tell us how you got to the art course in Bridge Street. What was your artistic journey?
0: Well, the, the fella uh, I can't think of his name now, but anyway, I, I met him in town the other day. Um, and he, he is really good. Supposing that he wanted to draw a horse, he wouldn't draw the horse. He would start on the outside and come in and, and leave the horse as a, a, a sort of a... shadow of it inside all the the lines he drawn Uh, it was amazing and when we were doing the bit in um, the college um, we first of all we had divided up into fives and uh, what we actually did was uh, one of these um, uh, what's it called them now that um, wood lice we did a wood lice and uh, we made one uh, about um, three or four foot long and a foot and a half wide or something of that nature. We went down to the river bank and I, I had some cutters and uh, we cut off some willow shit and things. And a fella from down in um, Bridgend brought some bark up and uh, we tidied it, this, that and the other, and uh, we made a, a, a lovely thing and they hung it up in the wall, in the hall in the end and photographed it. This other fella who was, I was just saying about the horse, he um, was in a group, and they made, um, which I thought was bloody brilliant, really. You, you know um, Honey calls uh, it six-sided? Well, he made a hut, or he directed it, and they made a hut of um, six-sided uh, pieces, and it looked like a, they were inside a... A honeycomb, you know, it was very good. And then uh, I was with another group and we um, we made, a, uh, they, were, they were girls, most of them, There's was only one other fella. And um, uh, they wanted to make something that they could sit in and uh, we ended up with a, what looked like a big six-sided bucket. But uh, that was another thing. And then another thing they did, which I thought was very good, was one of the uh, tutors there, he he had a range of um, songs. And uh, we had to put a sheet up on on a a wall of paper. I should think it was about six foot deep and uh, about four foot wide. And uh, we had to divide it into, uh, well, foot by, uh, eighteen inches by a foot uh, pieces on it, and then every tune we had to close our eyes and uh, with a piece of chalk in our hand write um, uh, on the piece in front of us, and then just, so you might get a jiggy jiggy jig jiggy jig jiggy jig, or you might get
1: oh,
0: you know that kind of thing. So. Um, so when you got your hand and you just wave it in tune with the mu- music as you think, you end up with these funny shapes on, on the wall. And then after that, he said, OK, now look at it. What could you make of it? Or what could, could you see in it? And uh, I ended up doing quite a lot of um, interesting things from it by adding a little bit here and a bit of colour there. And so that was nice. I enjoyed that. That was silly, but, uh, you know, it it was enjoyable. What else did we do there? Uh, Oh, and then we um, also did um, uh, one of the girls. She had got a lot of old photographs, and these photographs were black and whites, and they were ancestors of hers, but she didn't know who they were, so it didn't matter if she'd done anything to them. And uh, she printed from them uh, with the, the man who was um, Cha- Chambers, his name was, and uh, he was very good uh, at uh, showing you how to, how to do different things like that. Oh, I, I did a hell of a lot of things. Um, I turned up some uh, uh, half round, uh, flat on one side, half round on the other uh, pieces of wood, uh, for the girls who were doing sewing down below because they wanted something or other to do that on so they had that
1: Yeah, well our listeners know you as the Greenstone gardening guru. They're not so familiar with your artistic background and They they have learnt yesterday what your age is now. Could yeah. you tell us how old you were when you started this course? Uh, well, it was seven years ago Right. So to inspire our older (laughs) listeners, (laughs) it's never too old, is it? I mean, you could interpret this as the university of the third age. You could, Yeah. You decided at the age of 77, 76, 77, I'm going to go and do an art course. Well, I didn't
0: really decide it. My daughter did. Right. She's a bugger like that. But you're glad that you did. Oh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I did another thing through her. I went to um, the Cardiff, um, just by the old station um, in Catays. Uh There's a college thing there, and uh, I did four mornings a week, I think it was, for four hours. And uh, she came and met me afterwards, and we went for a meal. And um, the lady said, <laughs> this is a lot I thought was funny, she said, well, if you've done any French at all, uh, don't do the first year. And well, I'd, I'd done a little bit of fiddling about with it, you know. Uh, I'd gone to night school um, and I was getting on quite well with it. And the man moved away, and uh, the one who took over was one of these regimental sort of people, and I couldn't, uh, so I packed it in. So that was years before, you know, lots of years before. Yeah. So anyway, that was that. So anyway, um, So I jumped into the second year as opposed to the first. And um, anyway, you had to have um, 60, I think it was, uh, to go up to the next thing. And I got 60. And um, if you had 90, uh, which was the following year it would have been, uh, then you could go to university. So I was at that level, you know, usable but
1: um, not fluid. So did you do the French before you did the art? Oh yes, long right. ago, yeah. Did, have you done anything since this art course? I mean, I've noticed that no. it has influenced your work. Yeah. You're, you're, you you have your own little gallery, don't you?
0: Yeah, yeah, well, essentially, people, yes. People, You put uh, pictures up in the window. Yeah, that's for kids uh, to go to school, so they yeah. can have something. I mean, uh, no. And I've been doing simple things all winter uh, so that they can say, oh, look at that, yeah.
1: <laughs> to the kids. But yeah, yeah. You know. well, you've had people knocking your door and saying, that's very nice, I like that. Yeah, well, you do. I, I'm
0: not interested in selling them. No. As such. No. I mean, what my thought was, um, I had my brother-in-law, to, uh, son-in-law, I mean, uh, to put them on the, the computer, for me, because I just don't want to know about computers. I, I hate the blasted things. <laughs> <laughs> I might yeah. have to bleep that bit out. Yeah, Yeah. so anyway, and he said when he got it all on, the sketches and the paintings, there was 2,400 on there. Wow. Well, I don't know how many... Um, Religious. Yeah. So, it's so See, I started painting... I liked painting in school. And... Um, <laughs> When I come to the end and uh, I left school, Dad said, Well, what are you good at, son? And I'm thinking, What does he want to know? And uh, I said, um, Well, painting, Dad. Yes, yes, but you've got to earn a living, so he said. <laughs> so anyway, so uh, I couldn't carry on. But anyway, when they decided to uh, make a um, barrier across the bay, uh, I thought, well, I I got the time now when I got a car, um, I, so I painted a lot of the th- the scenes that were there before they changed it over right, if you follow me. Right. So that's when I started painting again.
1: Yeah, you've still got those, have
0: you? Oh yeah. Yeah. I've, I've even got one, which is um, it's on a like a, a an almost transparent thin piece of paper, a brownish colour, and. I must have sat down on the, the beach by the red um, what the red, the red house. house by the yeah. red house there, yeah. and uh, there was bees working the flowers. Wow! Uh, and I painted the bees and the flowers. Wow! And I, I quite like them. I keep them yeah. hidden
1: so that they don't get any sunlight on oh, them. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So that would have been the early nineteen nineties before the barrage. Yeah. Was well, built. I, I'm not I'm not sure of the date, yeah. but that's it. Yeah. And that's when you took up your passion again. Yeah. But isn't it interesting, You when you said about You're your dad, again. I, I'm just shouting because well, I'm a little bit further away from the well, microphone. I, well, I see. But um, I think this has happened to a lot of people in that they have a passion and they have a creative gift. Yes. Yeah. But uh, the complications of life and, as you say, earning a living yeah. tend to smother it. You do. But then it comes back in later life because well, it's always some, there.
0: Well, well, that's right. It is. I mean, my mother um, used to design her own clothes. And, uh, well, at the end of the war, there was, um, uh, you know, the, all the parachutes which they used to put for food uh, uh, down to the troops. They had a stack of it all stuck away. But the best, the best bit, they were yellow and they had a r- red line in them. I don't know what the red line was all about, but there he was. It wouldn't come out. She tried everything she could to get it out, but it wouldn't
1: come. So we made curtains out of them. Out of old parachutes. Out of old parachutes. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Because in those days it was make do and mend. Wasn't oh, it?
0: everything, and that's why I'm so frugal. Frugal
1: is the word. <laughs> you yeah. could have think of other
0: words, but, <laughs> yeah, but frugal is a yeah, good word. Yeah, but personally, I, yes, I am. I've, you are. I, I, I. don't waste. Don't waste. Don't waste. You, you know. No. No. Uh, uh, go on. And you know, like when we were kids, um, if you had uh, now, now, my father was a conservative type, you know. So when we went down. For the only holiday I ever had when I was still in school, we were—I was fourteen. We went down to Brixton in uh, Devon. Brixton, Brixton, is it? That's it. Ah, a fishing place yeah. it was, and uh, Dad went out on the fishing thing, and he came back at the end of the day, and he had a frill full of uh, fish, given him, uh, and he'd been out uh, about twelve hours or something. Yeah, yeah that's right—the tide, a full tide, and. Um, Anyway, he got off, and he, is, he was bald like I am now, and uh, all the top of his head was burnt because he didn't put a hat on, and uh, he couldn't get his legs together to drive the car. <laughs> he'd, he'd been balancing all day to the, the waves, you see, wagging back and forth. And uh, anyway, my mother could drive, so she had to drive home to, to the place we were staying <laughs> a fishing trip that you won't forget that one
1: no yeah that was that was certainly yeah. a landlubber going out to sea yeah for the first time well, you, yeah you're you have a kind of uh, uh, some of the of our listeners on the broadcast uh, have rung in yeah and have said that you have a mellifluous voice <laughs> and, and when you're talking about gardening you're talking about art you're talking about french you're talking about the sea. You have a scientific self-taught background. Yeah. What I'm picking up is that there are waves. Mm. You are somebody who runs along on a wave yeah. of a passion, of, a, of an enthusiasm. Yeah. You have to catch the wave like a surfer. Yeah. And anybody can do that. But... But I they, do it. But you do it. Yeah. You take action.
0: Yeah, well, the thing is, What's the point in living if you don't enjoy it, isn't it? Right. That's the one way you're looking at it. Um, Then um, I was fortunate I couldn't go to the army. And we won't elaborate on that. Yeah. but, But the gist of it is I never learned to kill anybody. And the other thing is those people who had to do it, quite a lot of them, it feeds into... How hard do you jump? Sort of attitude, and I haven't ever had that. Right. Uh, you know, uh, my father was, was well. I had excellent parents. There's no doubt about that. And he used to say, if you can't say something good about, shut up. And he said, when they're all saying what they are saying, uh, and you think about it and can try and remember something that he did, which was what they love you'd like him to have done, you see? So you say, ah, but remember when he did so-and-so? And it shuts him up for a bit and it cl- slows him down and they're not so angry. And that's the kind of thing that I picked up from Dad.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it served you well, I think, because um, you <laughs> tend to leave... People with a smile on their face, <laughs> apart from me. Yeah, well, I mean, what, what <laughs> do you expect? I mean, you're
0: not a pretty girl. <laughs> I have my moment. Oh, go away! <laughs> well, I always think that um, I I failed on one occasion quite seriously, but, the, but mostly I can uh, say something silly. Uh, just to leave them with a smile, and you can see that it's done a good thing because they they, they lighten up, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but this particular day, this woman was looking really miserable, and uh, I said, where's that smile, which is quite a common thing I say to people who are looking a bit solemn. And it turned out she just had a divorce, and she went off the top, you know, Nice, I'm sorry, but that. Love, what else can you say? Like it was a bit too late,
1: but I didn't know she was just divorced that morning. <sighs> well, you know, it's um, at least you don't say to people, "Cheer up! It might never happen." <laughs> no, I, I don't uh, think that goes uh, down well, does it?
0: Well, they, well, it could do, but um, usually I say something like, "Where's that smile? I haven't seen it." Oh, you know, and I laugh with them, and they they're usually okay. But, but, that, but that particular day, I, I always remember it because she was, you know, uh, upset and I yeah. couldn't
1: do anything about it. Yeah, but perhaps she was another one of these people who had fallen into the regimented trap. You don't know, she, do you? She had been expected to marry. Mm. So well, this, this is the nuclear family thing, isn't it? I don't, I don't think it's like that. I think women are like cats. Now you be careful what you say, this <laughs> is going out to the general public. Well, I don't
0: mean it nasty. I mean, uh, they, they want something and they're prepared to, um, once they've agreed something, they work to make sure they do do it. But um, men don't understand that. You know, the, it's a compromise, isn't it? I mean, um, you know what it's like? Uh, the story is that men all are like bulls or stags, and that's all they want. Well, it's absolutely nonsense. Some of them are like that, but most of them are not like that. No. And uh, as long as they can be, find a, a happy way of going about things, they're happy. Right? You see, I mean, let's take a man now. He goes to work, uh, he earns a few bob, and quite a lot of them, they come home, have a meal, and then they they go out and they get pissed. Well, you don't want that kind of thing. And so what has happened? They are quite often people who have been in the army and they have been in an association, a lot of them together, or on a ship or something like that, and they've been locked in there for a fair old time if they're on the ship. And uh, when they get to somewhere, uh, the instinct to... um, uh, be a stag? Is there, or, or uh, because they have not it for a long time, they they're associated with each other. Go on, do you want another one, John? Oh, aye, all right. And then they quite accidentally uh, uh, get into the habit of uh, drinking too much. Yeah, yeah. So when they come home, uh, like I, I, I have a friend for instance, and uh, he has had five wives. It seems incredible. And he never drinks. So when he was uh, abroad and, and, and sailing and doing all the stuff that he does, he used to um, only get home but once a month, you see? But he sends all money home to his uh, missus and he might be only two or three days home. Well, he didn't drink, but, but he did a lot of other things because now he was on land and he could do it. Eventually, the women get tired of this and they find some other fella who will have a cup of tea or sit down in a pub or, you know, yes. they do it. And as I said, well, there we are. that's, that's Five wives
1: is quite...
0: Uh, well, it's enormous, isn't it? Isn't I mean, it? two is quite common.
1: Uh, yes yeah, yeah but but right. um but five, but five that's film star material isn't oh it?
0: He, he is fantastic he, he, he comes from the same area as I do right uh, and in fact he lived about five dollars from where my grandmother did i but I never knew him when I was a kid no, no. but I know the things he talks about when he's talking about the area yeah, if you understand
1: yeah, me yeah yeah gosh well five wives well that will have to come in. Into the description of this podcast somehow. Uh, yesterday's podcast was called uh, "Nudges, <laughs> Shiting, and Apple Seeds," oh, oh, and, and that really got the listeners in, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, So we're going to have to do something with five wives today. But I mean, I'm delighted that you've, uh, you know, you've been talking about art and French and gardening you've got a love of lifelong learning and you are a very good inspiration to a lot of people and you touched upon it you touched upon some people or a lot of people don't know how to live and if you don't mind me complimenting <laughs> you have you are an extremely resilient person and it comes from Ely, and it comes from your uh, wartime experiences, and it comes from the things that you've had to battle. Yeah. And the wisdom that you have, and this is what I'm hoping to do with this podcast, is that it goes out to people and they can think, well, how can I learn from this?
0: Well, I, I, I'm
1: not out there to teach them anything. Well, no, they've got it, to do, it, they do what, they, what they want to do, you know. Yeah. But um, a lot of people are unhappy and miserable. This this pandemic has sort of oh, yeah. almost put the tin hat on them. Well, hasn't
0: it? yes, and we keep on hearing from Mr. Um, Johnson. Johnson, that's the bloke, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that um, we're going to even up, bullshit. I, I mean, he'll still um, do what he wants, and it, and the people with real money, as you might say, mm. uh, will still uh, try and keep everybody down in the groove. Yeah. Uh, the way i see it at the moment is um they would rather us all be uh tied to some particular jobs
1: uh like peasants you know mm. in the past mm. so we're that we're too busy too badly paid uh to sort of uh complain and and revolt well we, we need a peasants revolt really well
0: but we don't need that i mean we you see just after the war we had the um uh, National Health Service, um, 48. And that wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for the fact that four million people had been uh, shot at and had to go sheet other people and all that kind of caper. And uh, they would have said, sod you, Jack, and uh, done something violent. I mean, I'll, I'll illustrate. When I was um, VED, Day, yes, V-D-Day. Uh, V-E-Day, v- That's, uh, victory in Europe. Uh, no, it was the one before that,
1: V-D-Day. Uh, uh, victory Germany, Deutsch. I, I might have to cut this out, Ken. Well, I'm su- V-D-Day sounds extremely rude. Well, I, 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 well I don't care. It, it was victory <laughs> Deutschland.
0: That's what it was. Boss. Okay, go on. So they, so they had, um, uh, you know... Um, Feet feeds in the in the road uh, they brought out uh, trestles and yeah, yeah. what have you and um, we had a, a, it
1: <laughs>
0: I always remember this my grandmother lived uh, on a slope number 21 I think it was in Highbury Road in in um, uh, Ely and they had this in the road just outside the house. So it was on a slope, and then about two doors farther up, it straightened out as it went up to Wilson Road. And uh, so they, they lit the fire there. And the um, uh, people from the army came up, who uh, was old soldiers, and they lit the fire and chopped the trees down and all the rest of it, and we had a huge fire there. And uh, then the police came up and uh, looked at it and uh, they didn't like it. The next thing that happened was the um, tar up the road melted and it run down the hill into the fire. Yeah, so um, we now have a, a big dip in the road there, about four foot deep, something like that, and about 12, 15 foot wide. And so that the road was buggered, you know, you couldn't use the road. And uh, the police uh, wanted it all to thing, and uh, they all turned on them and they said, Now, F off. And the police went, because they would have killed them. They, they, they were past worrying about being told what to do. And so that's the stage that we were at. Yeah, yeah. You know, if, the, if they'd have organised themselves, they could have had a real old
1: riot. Mm, mm. So a lot of these, the men coming back from Europe, were, were, were trained fighters, weren't they? All of them were All fighting. of them were. And some
0: of them have been through a lot. Yes. And when we came away from that thing and we walked back down Teacock Road there was uh, several um, people in front of us, and uh, my father, my mother, and my sister and I were walking down, and uh, one person, somewhere or other, had let off a firework. And one of the fellas dived onto the floor, got himself against the gutter, and uh, he was trembling and crying. And the other fellas all cutched him and picked him up and uh, said, it's all right, and... and, uh, so Dan said, come on, let's go past, you know.
1: But and, I, I remember well, that, I you know. A, a visual yeah. reminder of the cruelty of war, isn't yeah, it? You yeah, yeah, so I remember that. Mm. Yeah. Well, I think that's a superb place, actually, to end this podcast. <laughs> I'd like to thank you mystery guest. We're going to have to reveal your identity in one of these, but for the moment, we'll keep it. Uh, I suspect a, a lot of people already know. They've probably worked out <laughs> who this gentleman <laughs> is. Gentleman. The Gringstone <laughs> Gardening <laughs> Guru. Thank you, sir.
0: Okay.